Hey guys, it's Ed. I'm coming to you live from New York City in the Drunk Gossip Studios. It is the perfect weather here, so I am having some adult lemonade. Um, This time I made it a little bit differently. It's a little bit of limoncello and a little bit of champagne. So, you know, that is always a fantastic combination. Um... We're going to start with some breaking news. Actually, almost this whole show will be breaking news. Um, some of it broke this morning, and I didn't have a t- um, chance to record. Um, that's why it may not seem like it's breaking news anymore. Um, but the latest... Um, and uh, I don't know. First of all, I just want to give a shout-out to Mandy for, for this story. Um, I Eventually, because I always read the gossip blogs, I would have seen it, of course. Um... But Mandy really brought this to my attention. Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande are engaged. Now, I just need us all to take a few seconds here and let that really sink in. My sister's getting married in September, and she and her fiancé have been together since they were, like, two. Like, seriously. If they didn't get married this year, I'm pretty sure the government was going to step in and just tell them that they're automatically married because it doesn't matter anymore. Um, but Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande have known each other for maybe two seconds. And that's being very generous. Um, I, I can already hear the conservatives yelling at me that I'm being too liberal. Um... This is just one of those things where it it it's seriously just gone too far at this point. Like, uh, marriage is not something that you joke about. This is not something that you rush into. Like, you have to give it some serious thought. I mean, I can't even commit to my job and let al- let alone another human being and i've been at my job for 2 years now and and i still wake up to my like short of breath and wondering wh- what the hell like what is going on um so it's really um, it, it's not really that surprising. I mean, we've seen this relationship unfold at soap opera pace. Um, hashtag, I own that. Um, you know, they went from casual dating to getting tattoos of one another. Well, at least he got a tattoo of her. To now they're engaged. Next week, I swear to Jesus that they're going to be married. And Brittany helped me. I won't be the least bit shocked. This is... This just has tragedy written all over it. Um, I still haven't read the gossip blogs for the day yet. Um, But... I'm fairly, fairly certain that... um, There's going to be a bunch of blind items about this. Um... I I would venture a guess that um 
this might be a publicity stunt. This I don't know. Um, I believe Crazy Days and Nights had a blind a couple weeks ago that was indicating that Lauren Michaels might be ready to let Pete Davidson go. This could be a way to keep him in in on, in on however you want to say it, the um, Saturday Night Live cast. Um, I think this is a really bad way to do it because Saturday Night Live is not going to be your career forever and doing something like this could really have um, negative consequences for a long time to come. Um, If this is supposed to be some sort of weird James Franco-esque um, avant-garde art or performance art, it, it's failing miserably. Um, I'm going to keep on top of the story. I'll be right back. Okay. I'm back. Um, more breaking news. Um, this one, I don't know how many people are actually going to know who this is, um, before my explanation. Um, But Jeff Johns is stepping down. Jeff Johns, um, just in case you don't know, like I didn't until um, I read the story, was in charge of the DC Extended Universe. So he was in charge of all, like the Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman and all those movies. And it's been a very disappointing run. Um, There's been 15 movies in the last 10 years. And they've all made money. So it's not disappointing that way. But they're not exactly keeping up or surpassing a Marvel um, in terms of box office or critical acclaim. The only one that did both was Wonder Woman. And that's because it was largely outside of um, outside of the reach of uh, Zack Snyder, who John Jeff really leaned on and hoped would bring... Um, the DC Extended Universe up from the ground. Um, what does this mean going forward? No one's quite sure. Um, one of the comic book executives will be taking over as chief creative officer for the DC movies. Um, and let's just talk about Warner Brother for Warner Brothers for a second. They bought DC in the hopes of having some franchises, which is understandable. Um, in this day and age, you really, really... A movie studio really needs some sort of franchise. Um, now, some will argue with me and tell me that indie, indie movie studios don't really need that. And that's true. But we're talking about these multi-billion dollar studios... Um, you know, it, it's one thing for them to, you know, do some artsy stuff and whatever. But their stakeholders really want... Their stakeholders and their stockholders really want um, some return on investment here. Um, so they they really do need franchises. And Warner Brothers is very lucky in that they have Harry Potter, the Harry Potter universe. Um, I don't know what they're calling it. Maybe Potterverse. Um, and, I mean, obviously all the DC, um, standalones and Justice League and all that. Uh, there's one more that I can't, it's, it's, uh, uh, 
kids, don't drink adult lemonade. It will make you tongue-tied. Um, there's one more that that is escaping me at the moment. Um, but uh, for the most part, I mean, you get the point. Like, they they have a couple, but they really invested a lot in DC, and they were hoping to recoup that investment. Um, Jeff Johns did not do his job in that, and um, I'm sure they're going to paint it as he just he chose to leave to become a producer because that's what they always do. That's what they did with Amy Heckerling over at um, Sony. She did not voluntarily step down. She stepped down because she was forced to by the board after those embarrassing emails got out. Um, um, I'm pretty sure it's going to be the same thing with Jeff Johns. We're going to find out later that he was forced out um, because the board is not happy. And the board is not happy because the stockholders are not happy. They're not making money the way they should be. Um, and so, going forward, I don't know if they're going to continue to try to do the extended universe or if they're just going to try to do um, standalone films. I honestly think, um, instead of trying to compete with an extended universe, they should focus on making each franchise the strongest and the best that it can be. Serialization works for Marvel. Um, and it works really well, even in the comic books. Um, I read both um, Civil War and um, I, I forgot what... There was one that I read from DC. Um, I, I'll have to pull it up on my Kindle in a minute. Um, but the, the serialization worked like wonders for Marvel. It didn't really work that well. But I read standalone. Uh, I read a Wonder Woman standalone. A dead, well, Deadpool is technically Marvel. Um, but the standalones are so much better. I really wish that's what they would focus on. And for the love of Jesus, please bring the Dark Knight, Batman, back to his detective roots. Because that would be awesome. I'll be right back. Okay, guys, I'm back. And I just, um, even though this is not a Roseanne List episode, I just want to point out that she was, that the story's coming off, it's the third segment, um, and we're going to talk about, um, Whitney Cummings, um, a couple, not a couple episodes, a couple weeks ago, though, um, we talked about how she was leaving Roseanne, and I had said back then that there was something that didn't sit right with me about her leaving, um, and, and now we're finding out a little bit more. But let's just get into a, a couple of specifics here first. First of all, I love Whitney Cummings. I think she's very talented. I um, think she's very funny. I watched her self-titled show. Loved it. I own um, Two Bro Girls, which she co-created. Um, and she has a very body sense of humor, very dirty. And so when it was announced that she was going to be one of the producers, I was a little confused by this. Um... It it didn't really make much sense to me. But I was like, whatever, like, it's all good. You know? Um, and, and obviously the first season of the revival was a smash hit. So whatever flavor she brought really helped and really propelled. Um, because it wasn't just a hit with the audiences. I don't think that that was ever really a concern. But it was a, a, a smash hit with the critics like 
before ABC discontinued the For Your Consideration campaign, I really feel like it was on track to bring in a couple of Emmys. Um, so, when, it, when she announced that she was leaving, she said it was because of work um, and tour commitments. And I called Huey. And I'll tell you, it, like, it didn't sit right with me then, and now I know why. Because it was a load of bull. Um, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. You don't leave a hit show, everything is hunky-dory. And people will tell me I'm wrong. People will tell me that I don't know what I'm talking about. But I've covered entertainment for long enough. I know when something's not right. And the fact that Whitney Cummings was leaving... Roseanne told me that there had to be something more going on behind the scenes because you don't give up a gig that good. Look at Wanda Sykes. You know, some people are trying to say she was preparing to leave anyways. No, she left because of the racist tweet. Period. We're not arguing this. Because she she tweeted, or she called her agent and then tweeted, or tweeted and then called her agent and told them to get her out of season two. This is... There are consequences to people's actions. And what we're finding out now is the same thing with Whitney. Um, She did an interview, and she said that she thinks that anything that benefits Roseanne Barr financially is a bad idea. And she is against the spinoff if it's going to put more money in Roseanne's pocket. Um, And and this is something that ABC is concerned with. Um, They do not want Roseanne to benefit any from it from this um the the argument right now is that um any show going forward without Roseanne would be a brand new show um and that they wouldn't have to pay her anything um I don't know how that argument will hold up but we we will see um and for all we know, maybe they're not even going to go with a Roseanne spinoff. Maybe they'll just do a brand new show with Sarah Gilbert, um, Laurie Metcalf, Metcalf, and John Goodman, um, and the rest of the crew, and just call it something else. I don't know. Um, but she also said something that was really, really... Um, interesting she said i have too many gray hairs in my head from from this experience i'm trying to heal from this whole thing so she was not having a good run with roseanne now um i don't know if anyone else remembers but there was a tv movie about the whole roseanne debacle and you know how she was mad with power and she would fire producers fire writers um, fire co-stars on a whim and the network approached Laurie Metcalf and John Goodman about doing a spinoff back then so this is not unprecedented and this is not out of the type of behavior that is expected from Roseanne Barr I will continue to cover this story and I will be right back. Okay, so... I'm back. Did you miss me? Of course you did. Um, Amy Jo Johnson. 
I have loved her since she was the Pink Power Ranger. And, you know, even back when I was a kid, I kind of had this expectation that if you were on a kid show, you probably weren't going to have much of a career. But, and Amy Jo Johnson kind of, kind of proved that, in a way. Um, But now we're finding out what actually happened. So, um, okay. (laughs) It seems like lately every episode also, not only is there a Roseanne story, but there's also death. Um, so this is really unintentional and it, it, it's just part of the story that I can't help. Um, back in the late nineties, early two thousands, Amy Jo Johnson was a co-star on Felicity and she mysteriously left after season two. Um, I don't really remember, I mean, and back then there weren't, like, gossip blogs and all that. I don't really remember the tabloids ever really covering why she left. It was like she was there and then she was gone. So, um, they did a panel at some, some festival. Um, and Felicity was reunited. The cast of Felicity was, was reunited for the 20th anniversary and um, Amitra Johnson finally came forward and was like, you know, my mom was sick while we filmed the pilot, and then we were filming um, season two, and she passed away, and I just needed to fall apart. And it it breaks my heart because she was one of those she she is a great actress, um, but I also get like. You need time to mourn. You need time to take care of yourself. And, it, you know, it's obviously very, very important. Um, you know, and we all grieve in our own our own ways. And I, it really upsets me when people tell other people how they should mourn, how they should grieve. You don't own that. Nobody owns that. No one can tell you what you have to do. Or what you should do. Only you know what you should do. And I really just can't stress that enough. Only you can decide what is okay. You know, if if you need to fall apart, if you need to... Whatever the case is, then by all means, I think you should do it. But I also think that we need to be less judgmental. You know, that, um, there, there's a longer story that it's not mine to tell. Um, if, if that person chooses to tell it, I, I hope they will. Um, anyways, back to Amy Jo Johnson. Um, she took some time, she recorded an album, and she's been focusing on writing and, um, directing her own feature films. I don't... I forgot to look at IMDb before I started recording, but I don't believe that she's um, acting anymore. I believe it's just writing and directing. And, you know, that's wonderful. I think, you know, sometimes the creative muse leads us to places where we never expected to go. Um, You know, a lot of you know my story. Eight years ago, I lost my job. 
Um, my best friend encouraged me to give writing a chance. And so I started Generation Gossip. Um, and I, I started um, writing stories on a freelance basis. Um, and now I have, a, I have a steady gig. I am often asked to write articles surrounding pop culture. So I, I really understand where Amy Jo is with this. Like, you know, I've also um, filmed two movies now. I'm writing... A th- well, I'm kind of writing the th- third and fourth. And it's just, you know, it's, it's what happens to people. When you stop trying to control life and you just let it go, you're kind of taken to where you're supposed to be. And you're a lot happier. So I really hope Amy Jo Johnson is happy. And I will be right back. Okay, I'm back. Um, I'm going to do an op-ed. I know how much you guys love that. Um, but this time I actually think you might agree with me. Um, during the same panel um, where the Felicity cast reunited um, for the first time since the finale, the series finale, um, Scott Foley made a comment, and I think it's really, really important. Um so this is twofold. First, he made the comment um, f- um, on the panel for his new show, Whiskey Cavalier, and he was asked about a Felicity um, revival or reboot, and he said absolutely not. He does not think it's a good idea. Some shows are just meant to be in their time. When he was actually with his former co-stars, um, something changed. Um, probably his emotions, because he, you know, I really believe that the whole cast really loved one another. Um, as far as I know, they're still friends. Maybe they don't talk all the time, but does anyone really talk to all their friends all the time? Maybe. I mean, I talk to my best friend every day. I talk to Mandy every day. Um, but I, I just don't know... If you talk to all of your friends every day. Especially when you're you're shooting and you don't necessarily have time. Maybe. I like I said, I don't know. Um But so when he was on the panel, he was like, you know, maybe if we could do this right, maybe we should do a revival. Let's do it. Um But there's there's some logistics that would need to be worked out. Um first of all Amy Jo Dodson doesn't act anymore. We don't know if she's even interested in, in reprising her role or if she wants to just stay off camera. Um, Carrie Russell's coming off um, a five-year run on The Americans. Or was it six years? I think it might have been six years. Um, but, you know, she had a nice long run on, a, on another show. Um, Scott Foley himself... Is has a new show coming out, which automatically means he he probably can't do it, at least not as not as a lead, not as um, a major part of the series. Um, and Scott Speedman, rumor has it, will be part of the Grey's Anatomy cast next season. Um, nothing is official. Um, so far, he's only done one guest spot 
Is that going to... I, there's definitely an arc, um, because he signed on for multiple episodes, and he left um, Animal Kingdom over on USA. But, you know, it got me to thinking, like, I cheered, I screamed with pleasure, I was so happy when they announced that Will and Grace was coming back to TV. It, you know, when it when Will and Grace left, it was not the same show that I had fallen in love with all those years ago. It was kind of tired. You could tell the actors were just, you know, they were still top-notch. But they, I don't think that they were quite feeling it. But it, as we got closer to the final episode, it was that spark again all around. The, the writing, the, the directing, the acting, like, just everything welled back up. So, um, but when they, when they announced it, I was just so happy because... It's like having friends back in my life. Like, um, you know, just old friends where you can sit back and enjoy. I was a little nervous when they announced the Roseanne because of her political leanings. Um, but honestly, I really feel like we don't have enough comedy in this world. So anytime that someone wants to make us laugh, I'm all for that. Uh, Dramas are a little bit harder for me. Like, I don't understand how you do MacGyver, or not MacGyver, um, Magnum P.I., and the lead actor doesn't have a mustache. Tom Selleck's not even going to be a part of it. Like, he's not an executive producer. He's not, there's there's none of his influence. And that just seems wrong to me. Um, Hawaii Five-0, um, the affirmation MacGyver, even though it was a mistake, um, these are all reboots. And I'm sure they're fine, but I don't watch them. Now, I would watch the hell out of a Desperate Housewives reboot. So what is my point? My point is, you have to... There has to be some something of the original. Not just the premise. Because the premise can be twisted and made to be unique and new. If you don't want to bring someone else in. Uh, if you don't want to bring any of the original cast in. Or if you are unable to. I mean, can you really imagine Laverne and Shirley without Cindy Williams and Penny Marshall? We saw it. It was called Two Broke Girls. So don't always reboot. Take the premise, twist it, and make it unique again. That's going to do it for me today. I'm lifting my lemonade and the cheers for you all. I hope you have a great week, and I will see you soon.